Welcome everybody to the Sonoma Spiel. My name is Tim with the Sonoma Valley Visitors Bureau. Last week I talked about driving through Bennett Valley and how much I enjoyed that. Today I didn't do that. Today I parked my car behind the barracks in Sonoma and I walked to the farmer's market and you, you kind of get the sense of the bocce players having fun. I had seen a guy riding his bike all the way up Broadway and then kind of passed me because he's a lot faster. Um, and I saw moms with their kids over there by the playground and the bike path, some scooters whizzing by and a guy about to play some music and then Pets Lifeline was actually there and they had kittens that you could adopt and they had a dog and it was so much amazing and it reminded me you know so much about how our little town is defined by the characters that are part of it and it's almost like a play literally like that play our town where you have people different roles and they come and they go through your life and and how amazing that is and it's you know i enjoy that and i love the fact that i get to work for a place and talk about all the different people that make up this amazing spot but today today i have a very special guest somebody who knows a lot more about our little town here. Somebody who is, dare I say, an expert. I know every week I say I have a very special guest. This time I actually mean it. I have got the mayor of Sonoma, Sandra Lowe. Sandra, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Good. And um, should I call you mayor, Mayor Sandra? What's, what's I think the Sandra works pretty well. Is that that's kind of the name you're born with, so people know that I'm one. used to it. Easy to remember. Yep. <laughs> I may oh. not be the mayor forever, but I'll probably be Sandra till the day I die. I so like, there you go. <laughs> I like that one. Um, <laughs> By the way, your camera things, I don't see. Any, yeah, you're, is that, you're is still right? there. Yeah, you're oh, still there. Oh, okay. And then Hello. you come back. And that's a good reminder for people who don't know. Um, we do put this on YouTube, and oh, if you're watching this on YouTube, great. you can see it. You can see the podcast, and you're wearing uh, a beautiful pink shirt today. Barbie pink. With an emblem for Breast Cancer Awareness Month. This Got is it. a Sonoma Valley Firefighters shirt, Sonoma City it. Firefighters shirt. And everyone, uh, get out there and get your screening. October is the month. To go do that. Good. That's a good reminder. So yep. I, I should have led with that. I'll leave with that next time. Okay. And then say, you know, if you haven't listened to the mayor, which you should have, go get screened. Absolutely. So I did this important. week. Good. Easy as can be. It's, and it's very important to save lives, literally. You bet. So when you're not saving lives, uh, Mayor Lowe, where are you from originally? Are you from Sonoma? <laughs> Tell us about yourself. No, I'm not, I'm not originally from Sonoma, although um, I've been here um, almost 40 years. Mm. So uh, I was born in um, the Los Angeles area in a place called Santa Monica, California. That's where I it. was born. Santa Monica. Beautiful pier down there. Yeah. And yep. beaches and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, and um, that's where I was born, and I went through um, K-12 school in the Los Angeles Unified School District. Okay. And then I sort of headed north. You said, forget and, it. <laughs> going to the undiscovered country. And uh, finished my college work at um, Cal. Go Bears. And, and Go Bears. Okay. And... Um, you know, went overseas for a while and came came back to LA for a short stint, where mm-hmm. I taught and sco- taught in the school district where I actually studied as a child, and then after that moved up here. What were you so, teaching down there? Uh, I taught math. You're a math teacher. I am a math teacher. I'm already getting anxiety. <laughs> I know. I'm the dreaded math teacher, right? I mean, it, and, really? and I could have been a, any kind of teacher, really. Right. I mean, I, as long as it was high school, I'm not really, um, 
you know, managing a bunch of uh, squirmy little kids um, right, right. is not my scene, even though I have four kids of my own. Um, <laughs> <laughs> big confession there. Right. My kids will agree with you, I'm that sure. they were squirmy little kids. Um, yeah. but, uh, but high school was a thing, and, and okay. um, I, I really I enjoy math. Okay, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. That's probably important as a mayor, because you look at budgets. Yeah. And stuff like that. Yeah. And um, but do you ever use the quadratic equation? And Occasionally. Be honest. Really. I, I, used- you know, if you know um, algebra, right? You you might use it because okay. you just sort. Of, what it is is saying what's the missing piece in order to get to this other sum. You know, okay. And, okay. and and people probably use it and don't even think that it's algebra, and okay. it is. Um, so. Uh, all you fantasy football players out there, I'm a big fantasy football player person. Oh, okay. I, you know, there's tons of math in there. Um, Wait, you could be doing the whole math teacher's guide to fantasy football. It probably absolutely. is out there. Yeah. But I didn't know that you were big into fantasy football. Do, are oh, you yeah. part of a league somehow? Or I, I'm, I've actually been, um, I've had my own league for something like 12 years. This really? is the first year I kicked it over to one of my other um, uh, managers, uh-huh. and it's all-women team. It's okay. always been an all-women team. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, so f- for about the last 12 years, <laughs> I've either this. managed it or I've um, you know been a part of this. Okay, is your strategy, are you an active trader and like player, or are you sort of like set it and forget it? Wait, how oh, do you, how do you I, I am constantly looking for new players. You're a fiddler. I, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. You know, Tuesday, I am on it to see <laughs> who's injured and who I've got to replace. Okay. I'm, a, I'm a maniac on Tell it. me you didn't have Aaron Rodgers, like... I did not. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Playing all of all of four seconds or whatever. I, I, really, I, I have Christian McCaffrey, so okay. I, I'm, I'm doing okay, well. Okay, very good. That's, I love that. So, so you're down in LA. You've got all your algebra stuff in a bag, yeah. and you're like, I'm going to head up north. Right. Is that what you did? You essentially decided to take the. Yeah, I mean, I, I was. Um, I got married and um, had two little girls, okay. and was um, my ex husband. Uh, He's from a small town, so we were sort of, and I, of course, went to school up in Northern California, so um, we were just trying to find somewhere that sort of, I said, I have to be within 45 miles of a major city so I can go to the ballet and the opera and do all the things that I like to do, and yet, let's find a small town, Mm -hmm. and... um, we we settled on Sonoma, and it was just kind of, you know, by luck, uh, whatever, and mm-hmm. and I've been here ever since, raising okay. my family, and um, it's, I you know, I just how lucky could I be have yeah, chosen bad. this place? Yeah. Did you did you get a chance to take your teaching skills up here? Yeah, I taught at Sonoma High. Oh, you did. Okay, uh-huh. wait, go Dragons. Go Dragons, hundred okay, percent. Um, yeah, I taught at Sonoma High. Um, what were you, math, I'm assuming? Math. Okay. I did teach math. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't like switch all of a sudden to something else? No. Okay. And um, because most of the kids that I taught in LA um, were Spanish speaking kids, recién llegados, newly uh, arrived mm-hmm. to this country. And um, I had those skills. So most of my students were also, uh, their primary language was Spanish. And mm-hmm. I said, give me all, I want all those kids so so you did spanish language right. math or mm-hmm. esl math yeah. or something like that okay yeah so that way you know kids could come in at the level of math that they know mm-hmm. and not have to wait to learn english in order to right. proceed in the what they need to I'm, learn 
math is its own language. As it is. The it's actually the easiest one. Yes. It is. It is, it <laughs> the is sort of a language. One. And it's universal a lot, but if you look at math books, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of language embedded in it and mm-hmm. a lot of, you know, just vernacular things. Like I remember right. one time there was something about a dinette set. I mean, my goodness. I mean, who the hell has oh, one of them? Oh, a dinette set. So if, yeah. if your grandma is doing <laughs> math with you. Yeah, then you're cool. <laughs> you know, then you can figure How it out. How many doilies are on the dinette yeah, set? Yeah, right? Yes. And you know, so yeah, okay. there's there's things that are impediments to people right. proceeding because they're they're just culturally not appropriate. How did so. you learn Spanish? Uh, I, you know, I was lucky enough that we started learning it in my school in fifth grade. That's great. Okay. And um, and is, it, it was just because I, I just always grew up in a very multicultural right. um, neighborhood. Um, I tell people I, I heard eight languages before I got home every mm. single day. Um, many immigrants in the neighborhood where I grew up. Right. It was um, it was always felt okay. I I'm pretty rusty now, but I, I, I can get by. <laughs> you can get by. Well, I think like L.A. If it was like L.A. probably unified or whatever they called it back then. Mm-hmm. New York, Chicago, Detroit, Miami, mm-hmm. all those places which are arrival points to this country traditionally, they always have. You know, our district has 100 languages spoken. Yeah, and it's such an amazing thing to think about that you can walk down the street like you mentioned and just hear yeah. all different things, smell different foods, and and have that experience. Yeah, it was That's great. Though I taught it um, sort of in what they call the Pico Union corridor mm-hmm. down in Los Angeles, and at first it was mainly kids from Mexico. Then it became because of um, cultural and uh, warring warring problems in Central America mm-hmm. became mainly Central America. And then we had the first arrivals of people leaving Vietnam mm. and then um, a large Korean population. So there were, you know, it was really interesting um, in terms of how people got there, where they came from, the kind of education that they had or didn't have. Right. And um, I I learned everything I needed to know about teaching in, in that atmosphere. Okay. It was it was a great experience. Do you, do you think the things that you learned in teaching are applied to your current not paid job or not, not, not highly paid job, just so people know, as mayor and in and like a city council member here in Sonoma? Sure. I mean, absolutely. I mean, I think I got um, a great background. I learned from some of the best people. And, you know, the main thing is, you know, you've got to be prepared. Mm-hmm. You have to know where you're going and you have to get there Mm -hmm. and you can't assume anything and because everybody walks in with their own set of previous knowledge Mm -hmm. and ability levels and somehow you got to get to the same point okay so i i think there's a lot of good lessons to learn from that what what does what does the mayor of sonoma do like, what's your day-to-day? What do you do? My day-to-day job? Are you job? in charge of putting in stoplights and stuff like that? No. Are no. you talking about my, my actual job or my mayor job? <laughs> <laughs> well, the mayor job. What do you... Because a lot of people don't... Most people mix up what the mayor does, mm-hmm. what a city manager does, right. what a school district does. What a, There's like all these different levels mm-hmm. of government. And it seems that to your average resident, they're not quite aware that there's different jobs right. and different responsibilities. So what, what does the mayor do? Well, we have a city manager style government mm-hmm. in Sonoma. It's a what they call a general law city, which is um, a city council that hires a city manager. And the city manager is basically your executive officer of the city and is in charge of the staff and Mm. um, 
and and the day-to-day operations of of the city. So the mayor is not punching time cards or something for no. all, for the water people no. and the parks guys or something. No, like our okay. job is to hire the city manager. Okay. And their job is to then, you know, work and create a staff Got um, position. Got so what our job really is is to set policy okay. and direction for the city manager kind of and the staff. Overall strategy of mm-hmm. where this town wants to go. Right. Okay. And you get that job by the former mayor. You have to defeat them in battle. Is that correct? Um, it was uh, yes. It was it was hand to hand combat. <laughs> no, it was. How does that work? It's a little bit of a rotation. So what we what we have done, and it's the tradition of the city of Sonoma, mm-hmm. is you're elected to the city council. Okay. And the city council annually selects from among the members who is the mayor. So the five members of the city council. Right. They all kind of get together. Well, they, they do it in a public meeting. It'll okay, happen right, again. Okay. So in no, no horse trading, no smoke filled rooms. No, just brown like, act, brown act, brown act. Right, okay. So, um, and and then that person is chosen. And usually, it's it's fairly clear. It's either the most senior person and whoever has been the um, the vice mayor and okay. so forth. So it kind of rotates around, right? And, and how long is the term for? It's a year. Okay, okay, that's not bad. No. Oh, so you didn't have to defeat uh, Jack Ding in combat at all. No. Not at all. Oh, okay. That's... Would never do that. Jack's my butt. <laughs> maybe, but maybe you guys did like a bake-off. Nothing, a dance-off? Dance-off, I think. That'd be fantastic. Well, 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 we've got a lot of dancers on. on the city But council. you're actually a dancer <laughs> in real am. life. Like in you, real life. Like a, ba- a ballet? Yeah, ballerina? I do ballet. ballet okay. And um, and I actually, that's how I got through college. Um, I taught at, when I was going to Berkeley. Mm-hmm. I taught um, for we'll, the city we'll, of Berkeley. We'll plie for tuition? What? Yeah, for real. exactly. And I worked at a, at a dance shop. Uh, on Shattuck Avenue okay. there. It was called Bentley's of Berkeley. Those of you who are tuning in and back in the day, you probably remember it. Um, we, I had some very interesting clients there. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine. And, and, but that's how I, you know, it was funny because when I was a kid, I mean, I studied my entire life right. and everyone said, you'll never make any money as a dancer. And, and right. it turned out that's the only money I ever made up until, you know, I went on and I actually got my first teaching job because they said, yeah, this is fine. But what else can you do? I said, well, I can teach dance. They said, you're hired. Uh So, you know, because they needed someone to teach a section of dance. So I always tell people, and and it's why I sort of did the year of the Mm -hmm. arts in Sonoma. It's like, you never, I mean, do that artistic thing. Right. Keep doing it because it, it makes you whole as a person. And you never know. It could be the exact thing that people are, are looking for. Mm-hmm. And honestly, you know, my um, my training in dance, um, I think, saved my life in so mm-hmm. many ways. Mm-hmm. It, it, it I mean, every day um, when other kids in high school were, you know, what do you do after school? I know where I was after school. Yeah, you weren't fighting trouble. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. worried about what my hairstyle was because I knew my hairstyle had to go with a bun <laughs> on top of my head, <laughs> you know. Right. And um, and it was um, my huh. teachers were very, you know, very strict. We did. Right. We all sat there, you know, with our legs splayed and right. our right. books in front of us doing our work. And really? Did all of our homework and while stretching out, stretching out, waiting in between class. I, okay. I just, you know, that's how I got everything done. And at the end of the day, mm. when I was finished with all the classes that I did, I mm. when I went home, and 
and then I was in a little company, and so we traveled. And so you kind of had friends, and you had yeah. your tribe of like these are my people, the dancers. And, yeah, you know, and I think there's always a, a lot of that research that shows that, especially uh, young girls at that that kind of formative years, when they are involved in an activity or a club or a sport, it really can't help long term you know, success and, and building confidence and the ability to cope with things and stuff. And yeah, it's um, great. It shows the, the value of the arts. I didn't, were you ballet then? Cause I don't really. I did ballet and yeah. I, the company I was in was sort of a modern company, but with mm-hmm. a lot of sort of ballet training background okay. in it. Yeah. You weren't doing like weird herky jerky avant-garde stuff. Well, there's some of it was, yeah. Okay. There was, you know, I mean, even if you go to San Francisco ballet, you'll mm-hmm. see there's, they'll do some very experimental oh, really? um, okay. things like that. Yeah. You hate that stuff, right? No. Oh, my God. I love it all. <laughs> I love it all. You're a politician. <laughs> no, I do. I love it all. Uh, Senator, you mentioned the uh, year of art, mm-hmm. and we haven't mentioned that yet. But when you came in as mayor, after just being selected and not defeating Jack Ding in some sort of combat, um, you declared that you wanted to emphasis on the arts. Right. Can you tell me a bit more about that and what, what that means? Well... You know, I was looking for something that would sort of focus this year because it is, you know, you're a mayor for a year and, and, you know, you're going to do the things you have to do. We had to hire the city manager. You, you know, you have to approve, you know, planning and and the housing element and all of these things. And whether you think of it or not, you're going to do those things because that's just what's on the ledger and that's what you have to do. So I wanted to do something that was over and above that, that was something that would sort of. Uh, reach out to people in a different way because there's you know not everyone's interested in you know the traffic circulation problems or what how you know they they don't wake up and think about it they think of other things so right. I um, when the um, Mark Bodenhammer said well we're going to do a meet the mayor mm-hmm. uh, and he said where would you like to do it I said, and he named all the typical places right. that are wonderful. Wine tasting rooms. Wine tasting room, venues, hotels right. and stuff. Yep, I yep. said, let's do it at the art museum. Right. And and he said, great. And of course, the art museum was very happy to do it. And right. um, they had an amazing exhibit there on like native Californians. Yep. It was a perfect spot. And I sort of, I thought about it. I said, you know what? I'm going to dedicate this whole year to the arts. Okay. This is a great way to kick it off. Um, and then it was like, so what does that look like? Right. And the first thing we did was look at the actual city council chambers, mm-hmm. which had some rather typical, very pretty vineyard scenes. Okay, you've all seen I love these. how, you were being so nice. Most people <laughs> who, I, I, I'm going to say 90% of residents in a town mm-hmm. have never been in their city council chambers. Right. You know, they might know where City Hall is. I have a rough idea. And that isn't where we meet. Which isn't where you meet. No. But most people who are living, people listening to this around the world, uh, probably don't go off into the city council chambers. So right. They tend to be fairly utilitarian, uh, especially if they're built a little bit later, not super exciting spaces. Mm-hmm. And yes, you're right. You usually have the city clerk or somebody will hang on the wall. Um, something that's, you know, I, I call it the Applebee's version of decorating. They find something like their local high school and then like an aerial of City Hall, which you're in. And then like a scenic and they put on the wall. 
Right. But you changed that. So we changed yeah. that. So now it's a roving art gallery. I love it. So the first thing that we did was we um, we have a Sonoma treasure, and the treasure mm-hmm. at the time was Pat Meyer Johnson, mm-hmm. and who's an amazing painter. Yep. And so we reached out to her and said, can we hang your pictures inside the city council chambers? And that was the kickoff. And all of a sudden, instead of looking out at some something fairly typical, we were looking out at actual mm-hmm. art. Right. And I mean, she's an amazing artist. Uh, she's got an, a painting in the de young right, right. now right. Um, so it's just landscapes I think and it, well there's sort of impressionist um, vignettes whether right. you know of the area right. and you just look her up she's fabulous yeah. she has pictures down at the Alahe I think as well right. M-E-I-E-R dash Johnson yeah. yeah so so that's how it started okay. and then um, and then it's kept going so what we have in there now are all of the vintage festival posters because we're in Harvest. Yeah. And th- many of them have never been seen before altogether. Oh, that's fantastic. And so that's what's in there. Okay. And the Cultural and Fine Arts Commission, who really didn't have a lot to do, <laughs> I'm keeping them very busy. <laughs> like, the mayor wants new paintings. New pictures. We need them. We're going to do <laughs> By this. By January. We're going okay. for it. So anyway, it's there's a lot of people who mm. this has touched because mm. that that is what what motivates them. Right? I love it because I when I so our um, offices, uh, the visitor center, are in the Carnegie Library, um, a former Carnegie Library. It's now called the Carnegie Annex, and I've been trying to get different artists to provide art for since I've got there, and and it just didn't work. It didn't work. And when you finally prime the pump to do it, uh, I got uh, Ken Sorensen as a photographer, mm-hmm. and I you know I've approached every photographer. I'm like you can hang it up, and then you can even if people ask, we'll direct them to your website, right? Uh, and he's got a bunch of his stuff up at, oh, at Carnegie now. And they're beautiful, right? Better than my, you know, I mean, tourism posters are great, but I would rather support a local artist. And I'm, I'm really grateful that you were able to herd the cats because artists are very hard to, to, they're wonderful. But to get them to respond and to bring stuff, it was killing me. And until I pointed out to the city council chambers, I'm like, that's kind of what I want. Right. And it was, it's fantastic. It was a great idea. Yeah. I, so I we're going to keep doing that. Good. And then, um, and then of course the big thing that we did that I mean I'm just so proud of is mm. that we put the bench for um, Ada Limon mm. in front of Reader's Books. And you made her Poet Laureate because you're mayor. <laughs> right? That's what you I did? I believe that was done by the Library of Congress. <laughs> oh, whatever. They were taking your lead. But, um, yeah, tell me about that. What's, so what's that? that was just I mean a remarkable day. So we of course learned that Ada Limon was the Poet Laureate of the United States and you know she grew up here and mm-hmm. um, you know when I was in the school district her, her dad was a principal in the schools and so okay. she's a born and raised um, Sonoman yeah. and I, you know I talked to uh, the Cultural and Fine Arts Commission about what should we do um, because certainly poetry arts and letters go together and you know I, we had to do something really special mm-hmm. and she started off by working at Reader's Books okay. and I have been um, talking a lot about if we're going to get people to walk in mm-hmm. Sonoma, mm-hmm. we have to have benches. Yes. Because it, you can't just walk and not expect that you have to sit down at Correct. some point. Correct. Answer your phone, tie your shoe, have your coffee, Take whatever. So I sort of put together this concept of let's have this bench and then let's dedicate it to Ada and let's put it in front of readers' books Love it. because that will be a place where people can get their book, have right. a coffee. 
you know, take their selfie, please go take your selfie on the bench and tag it because I'm so thrilled when I see those. Right. And Ada came here and we closed the street. Her elementary school teacher was here. Her high school teacher was here. Go Dragons. Go Dragons. And um, and we had a lovely um, brunch afterwards. Mm. Uh, It was just a remarkable day. And as I tell people, um, all of the monuments in the Sonoma Plaza area, all dedicated to men, mm-hmm. all dedicated to either war or wine. And so now we have a monument dedicated to a woman that isn't war or wine, mm-hmm. but words. And um, it's just been uh, pretty special. I, I loved it. It was, it was a great event. But I also like that you have some lines of her poetry on the bench. Yeah, there. she chose that line yeah. from the poem. And... Um, Yes, it's quite, it's, it's and she neat. read the poem, and I mean, honestly, I it was all I could do to hold it together. It was so moving, <laughs> really. And, I, she, and she grew up across the street, across the street, looking yeah. down, and she and she applied for a job when she noticed that the bookstore was opening uh, when she was fifteen years old, right? Right, and that's, I mean, she said, she went over there and said, "I'll never be late. I live across the street." <laughs> she like jumped out the window, and and her right mother uh, is an artist and designs oh. all the covers of her books. Oh, I did not know that. Okay. Yeah, and her mother has art also down the street at La Haye. Okay. And there's a great art gallery. It's the La Haye Art Gallery, and there's uh, the Cinema Arts Guild right there. Um, mm-hmm. I've spoken about this before on this podcast, but I'm going to ask you, why does Sonoma have such a good art scene for being such a small town? There's only 8,000 people in this town, right? Or maybe 9,000, I don't know, but it's not a big town, mm-hmm. and we're not a big valley. But for some reason, we have like amazing performing arts. We have a lot of musicians. Um, you mentioned the, the dance, you know, mm-hmm. we have like three dance troops and things like that. Um, why, why do you think we have so many arts for being such a small town? You know, I, I don't know. I, I, my guess is that, um, believe it or not, lots of small towns have them as well. Mm-hmm. But I think the important thing is that we care about them here. Mm-hmm. Um, they may exist other places, but there's a real um, loving relationship between the arts and the people in mm-hmm. Sonoma. And so it flourishes. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is we get people from all over who decide to come here and they bring their talents with right. them. Right. And so we're really fortunate that this is, you know, Ada is a homegrown talent. Right. But think of all the people that have come here that have had careers in big cities and so forth. And then they bring their their knowledge and their treasure with them. Right. Um, so so we're we benefit from that because it's such an attractive place to come. And so people come here and they say, oh, by the way, I'm a dancer, I'm a painter, I'm a whatever. I'm a, I'm a and they filmmaker. just like. Yeah, I mean the ceramics of the Sonoma Community Center, which is a former elementary school turned mm-hmm. into an arts slash community center. It's amazing what they it, do over it there. It is. And I thought the first time, oh, ceramics, you know, there's some lady with a potter's wheel. And then I see the whole program and they go, oh, let me show you the fabric arts program. I'm like, I don't even know what that means, but I want to check it out. And they have this huge program on that, right? Yeah. And they have dance up there. And that's all in one building. That's just one part of the valley. Right. And it's just crazy that we have, you know, the Ballet Folklorico here, um, our own dance troupe. And then the Sebastiani kids, mm-hmm. you know, the witchy poo thing and all this oh, stuff. Oh, don't listen. Witchy poo <laughs> is coming up. It's coming back. Um, and I will is, be there. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's Absolutely. fantastic. You got you to be. You're the mayor. Well, I mean, you, got to you know, it's, I, my kids all did witchy poo and, you know, um, right. I'm, I love that show. <laughs> so 
What? Let me get back to being the mayor. Um, what are some of the major annoyances about the job and some of the best parts of the job? Um, you don't have to name someone in particular, for example. No. You can just say, yeah, I just said. No. Um, you know, I have the same annoyances as everybody else. I mm-hmm. want everything to be done faster. Okay. You know, um, mm. you know, build it faster, better. Right. I mean, I, I'm I'm just as frustrated when, you know, uh, you and I have talked about this before <laughs> about the bike racks. Right. They're they're on order and they're back ordered, <laughs> and you know, and I I must get at least once a week somebody right. saying, how come we don't have bike racks at the plaza? And I and I write them back. And by the way, I answer my emails, I answer my phone That's calls. Good. So if anybody wants to reach me, just please go right. on the Sonoma City website. You can find out right how there. to reach me, right. and I'm happy to reach out right. to anybody. So, um, you know, they're on order, and Wait, they're back like, order. I feel like I'm the annoyance now about the bike racks. I, I promise not to make it personal, Tim. <laughs> I think David, the city manager, has blocked me. I keep texting no, no, no. him. Like, no, but, anyway. but uh, that's okay. I mean— right. um, Honestly, we inherited, meaning this particular council, me in particular mm-hmm. as mayor, we inherited um, no bike racks right. for years. Right. So we're we're going to move that needle. And, and well, it's also amazing, it's coming out of COVID, where everyone bought bicycles. Right. And they're like, this is kind of fun. Yeah. And and I still see a lot of people doing it. And so now <laughs> it is kind of funny because now they're, you know, as, as we've talked, they're stuck to trees and benches and whatever. No, we're, uh, we're going to have them. We've ordered them. Um, and then we're reaching out to businesses. One, um, you know, this weekend mm-hmm. I connected with and uh, the city manager texted me today and said, remind me what the business that wants the bike rack. Oh, and right. I called them and we're getting that going. Oh, I know Chris from Caddis. He emailed me last week. He also yeah. wants one too. So and yeah. just send a note to me or city manager saying, yeah. hey, we'd like, you we know, we're on it. it you know, th- there's a lot of back, y- you know, during COVID what happened with mm. just everything is on back order. And, right. But it is happening. So uh, that's my annoyance. It's not mm. the people. Mm. It's, it's, I want it to happen and I want right. it to happen right away. And I want to cut the red tape. I want to right. get to the get it done. Right. Um, and I'm just as frustrated by it. So when, and so when people say, well, how you know, how come it took so long for such and such to open? And how many? And that's gonna these, be annoying. It, it is because you're like, I I actually want this. Hundred percent. And you know, it's a big ship. And you know, once you go up a layer, county bigger ship, mm-hmm. state bigger bigger ship, it's hard to move that thing. Mm-hmm. But we're we're making some changes oh, okay. um, in terms of you know permitting and so forth because we have to make it easier and mm. better for people. Mm. And so I guess that's my you know, and I think that's the same annoyance everybody has. Right. But I uh, I make no excuses for it. I think we can do better, and I think we are doing better. Mm. And I just always tell people. Um, you know, before you get on next door, call me. <laughs> Maybe well, I can tell well, you what to do with yes. this problem. <laughs> well, that's okay. What next door? Uh, if, next door is so funny because I, I've always wanted to do sock puppet theater with with next door posts. Some of the best ones out there because. Uh, for those who don't know, for the one person listening that doesn't know, next door is where you go to complain about your neighbors without calling them out by name or walking across the street and talking to them in person like a normal human being should do. Um, has next door been a good or bad thing for being in local government? You know, I, I unlike I would say most of my colleagues in mm-hmm. on the city council, I am a social media person. Mm-hmm. So I want to know what's going on. Right. So to and a lot of people reach me via social media. Oh, interesting. Okay. You know, they slide into my DMs, you know, <laughs> as they say. So and that's okay. Okay. You know, you don't mind that at all then. I do not. 
Okay. I but, do not you, because I I know where the delete button is, right. and and you know if I have to, I will do that. But everybody's been super respectful. Mm. Um, usually, kind of shocked. Oh my God, you wrote me back. I'm like, of course I did. Why not? You know. Right. And um, so I I I don't mind it because okay. I know what's going on. I kind of get a, a you know a pulse of the public, if right. you will. Right. And um, you know I look at it. So when something like is posted from the Index Tribune and mm. there's a whole lot of comments right. about it, right. I look at them. I'm like, okay, here. Just kind of quick feedback. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So. Um, it is the way we communicate these right. days, so I, I don't mind it at all. Okay. I do, sometimes I notice people, though, will often be less polite and less... There's sometimes people are just mean on there, and they don't need to be, right? Because right. there's a human being on the other side of that screen. And I often see, rather than attacking an idea or offering alternatives, they attack the person. Mm-hmm. And it's so easy to do that when it's near anonymous, right? And they're like, but that person's like, you're you're doing your job mm-hmm. and you're doing your best. So rather than saying so and such is terrible, to say, I don't like this idea because, but I think we should do this. And it's funny because you have much better conversations that way. But, Absolutely. But I think you probably have to have a thick skin to be the mayor. Uh, you know, I have a thick skin anyway, so. Yeah. <laughs> you can handle it. Um, you mentioned earlier, you, you kind of hinted that you actually have a normal day job? Like I you don't do. have a private jet and a driver as mayor? So do you, no. So how do you normally pay the bills? Like how does that work? Um, so um, from me, after I um, was a, t- a teacher, I was the president of my local teachers union here okay. in Sonoma, the Valley of the Moon Teachers Association. And uh, I sort of went on in that uh, arena to end up working for the California Teachers Association for oh. over 20 years oh. uh, as um, I bargained contracts in Mendocino County. And then I went on and did political work in the Bay Area for them and went on to be their governmental relations manager okay. in Sacramento. Um, after um, I got sort of hired away from that job to go run the Democratic Party for two years in 2017 and 2018 when the party flipped um, the majority of the congressional seats that we've ever had as far as that side of the aisle is concerned. And um, after um, that stint for two years, I I decided I didn't want to go back and forth to Sacramento and um, you know, move basically, you know, stay at home. Mm-hmm. And I went into private consulting. And okay. so I do a lot of um, policy and ballot measure work right okay. now. I'm okay. working on um, what's called ACA1, which is Cecilia Aguiar Curry's measure. Cecilia Aguiar-Curry represents the city of Sonoma in the Mm. state legislature and the assembly. Mm. And what it will do is lower the threshold for passing housing bonds, just like we did for school bonds. So Mm. when I worked for CTA, we lowered the threshold for passing school bonds from 66 and two thirds to 55%. Okay. And we want to do the same thing for housing. Um, Because there's no more money in Sacramento through redevelopment and some of these other ways that cities got money to build. And, mm. you know, for a little town like Sonoma, for example, um, we could pass a housing bond and mm. maybe do some of the things that people are wanting us to do to build some workforce housing, mm. missing middle, et cetera. So I'm working on that. Okay. Um, I've worked on other issues, consumer privacy, um, you know, 
making sure that kids aren't exposed to creepy people on the internet, mm. um, and and several other ballot measure work. Okay. So I. That's what I do. What's, so ballot measures are weird for people outside California, where we seem to have a ballot, so many ballot measures. Some mm-hmm. states have them, but I don't think anyone has as many as California. We, we have to get so many signatures, right? And then, and then a ballot measure, we, we, the great unwashed, vote on an actual law right. that then the legislature and the governor have to adhere to, usually. Mm-hmm. Um, do, do, do you have to get a lot of signatures to get on the ballot? Oh, yeah. Is it, does it vary? Over How does a that million. <laughs> so are you in front of every Safeway? No, no. It, well, Jones ACA and... 1 was put on by the legislature. Oh, so, so, so the government can put one on, too? Yes. Okay. So there's two ways to get on the ballot. One is through direct signature gathering, and the other is through re- legislative referral. Okay. And so, um, and the signature gathering is extremely expensive. It's mm. uh, It works, to qualify a ballot measure is somewhere around $10 million. Whoa. Okay, so you got to commit. So yeah. if I just say like everyone gets free chocolate on Friday, yeah. I have to have a lot of money ready to get on the ballot. And you know, people always complain about ballot measures, mm-hmm. and then you, you ask them, you know, because I look at a lot of public opinion polling in my job. Do you think we should get rid of ballot measures? No, <laughs> it's our right to do it. Do you like ballot measures? No, they're ridiculous and stupid. You know, but it's one of the things that people hate, and yet, if put in front of them, they'll vote on the color of the carpet in the library. I mean, they will, you know, and right. so it's just kind of an ironic thing. It's how California governs. It's, I don't think it's a good method, even though I work in it, but it's the method we have. It's not that democracy is the best option. See, all the others have been tried, right? right? So, so they say. Um, we're going to trade, speaking of initiatives, we're going to take this initiative and we're going to go back to you helping me out okay. with some things. Ready? Because yeah. you've, you've lived here since the 80s, you said, mm-hmm. I think I heard. And yeah. When you packed up your bag of algebra and moved north. and I did. You've uh, probably had a lot of people come visit you and stuff like that, right? They like do. They come, I mean, when you live in Sonoma, people come visit you, right? And I'm not, I'm not going to impugn the good name of Topeka, but I bet you if you move there, you probably wouldn't have as many visitors to Topeka, although I'm sure it's lovely, right? That's what I'm trying to say. And good. So, <laughs> as you know, we have two visitor centers. Um, we have staff that work there. We have volunteers. People text us. They ask us questions. You're going to help me answer some questions. And the thing that we call We Get, get, get questions. questions. Okay. You haven't seen these questions? Have not. Okay. This is sort of like the Academy Awards or something like that, right? You haven't okay. Seen <clears throat> okay. The envelope, please. This envelope, please. This one comes from the Cinema Springs Facebook page. So that's All a good right. question. Mm-hmm. And the question is, wine folks, where would you recommend wine tasting for out-of-town visitors, TIA? And I don't know if they're calling someone an aunt in Spanish or just saying thanks in advance. But wine folks, where would you recommend wine tasting for out-of-town visitors? Wow. Well, you know, I would um, always tell them to go to the city of Sonoma, of course, <laughs> because you can walk around the Sonoma Plaza and there's right. so many there. Absolutely. And the, I was just at an opening of a, a new winery yep. um, in, on, in the Wine Alley, yeah. and they had um, sort of a open um, tasting thing on Wednesday, mm-hmm. and there was it, it's just great. There there's small wineries and there you know mom and pop shops, if you will. Um, 
So that's fun to do. Plus, you right. don't have to drive. You know, you can Walkable. walk. Right. Good. And then I always tell people, go see the um, the historic Buena Vista because right. it's the first winery in California. Right. And right. the thing that makes Sonoma different from all other wine country places is we're authentically historic. Mm. And other places, um, the wine, you know, they may have the best whatever, you know, fanciest restaurants, but we're actually the authentic home of right. wine. We, we don't need a faux chateau. No, right. no. We've got the real deal. Yeah, right so here. go, okay. you know, see something historic, Right. go around the plaza, okay. and then find something that's like out in the country somewhere that Good. takes you on a nice drive, drive you know, right. um, not in, the, in Sonoma County, but not in our valley. Mm-hmm. I just happened to be invited to an event last night out in Windsor, the Russian River um, Appalachian area at um, La Crema. Oh, yeah. And it, I mean, I'd never been there. Oh, yeah. And it's gorgeous. It it's your pretty. neck of the woods. It is. Yeah, it's really pretty there. And it was so gorgeous. Yeah. And, um, you know, but what was nice was just the beautiful drive. Mark West, Lesser right. Road. Well, it is so pretty, isn't it? It's beautiful. I know. I That's why I start my podcast talking about it, just because it really yeah. is. There are a lot worse commutes out there. Right. And so it's a beautiful. And right. You're right. So, go, so go take. And then also... Um, I'll give a pitch for my friend Joyce Sterling, who owns oh, yeah. Iron Horse Good Vineyards. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. And if um, if you want bubbles, um, it's a beautiful drive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then when you get up there, you have the most spectacular view yeah. of all time. It's in the, the Green Valley region of the Russian River Valley. Yes. It's so nice on the way to Gorgeous. Sebastopol. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, good answer. All right, good. So that's pretty good. Okay, you passed that one. Okay, good. Good job. You ready for the second one? You bet. Last Friday, I was bringing the cart in. It was around 6 o'clock. I leave the cart out. You know, I'm still working there. And uh, as I was going around the corner, a guy was looking up at the trees. And he was, like, kind of looking at it. And I said, sir, can I answer your questions? He's from Minnesota. And his question was this. Are there redwood trees on the plaza? And are they redwood trees or sequoias? Do redwood trees lose their leaves? Where can we see redwood trees around here? He really wanted to talk about redwood trees. Mm-hmm. This guy was from Minnesota, very interested. So, are there redwood trees on the plaza? I don't think so, yes. There's a couple, yeah. There's they're, a couple? But there's, they're not like, they've been planted there. Right. Okay, right. So, they're not like the historic, right. classic yeah. Jurassic Look at Park. the front Redwood of trees. Sonoma Valley High School. There's a beautiful grove there, of redwood there trees right there. You're right. I bet you when you used to pull up there for math class. You would, yeah, you'd... and it was always very important that um, we maintained those trees. Yeah. So that's a beautiful grove of redwood trees right there, right there to get an uh, to get an example. Right. And somebody, somebody told me something um, about redwood trees, and I, I do not claim to be an expert on I, trees. You would have to talk to Ron Wellander, my colleague. Oh, okay, yeah. He's he knows a lot about those sort of things but most of the water that they need and they do need quite a lot of water comes from like the fog and Mm. the ambient air and not Mm. so much the water on the ground so having the fog that we have and when we don't have foggy days and whatever is it hurts our redwood trees it's important to have fog Mm -hmm. that's a good one so i um so a lot of redwood trees we do have some here in sonoma there's a couple on the plaza but you're right they're not historic you know they were planted by human beings um but there's groves up in jack london state park yes there's groves on sonoma mountain and then, as you mentioned, going to the Russian River Valley, that's mm-hmm. where the redwood forest really takes off. 
Sonoma Valley, um, as you get closer to the bay, it's different types of soil, right? So it's it's different types of trees. We have a lot of oak woodlands. We have some redwoods. Yeah, um, there's some, uh, as I walk home, there are some redwoods, um, yeah. even in my neighborhood. They're beautiful. Yeah. I love them. Um, and the answer is, um, redwood trees do not lose their leaves. They are evergreens, no. right? But there's another question. He said, are they redwoods or are they sequoias? And this is a trick question. Because I thought that is their... Their proper name is Sequoia. Good job. See, you do know more than you know, right? So there's there's yeah. the coast redwood, which is what we are known for, mm-hmm. and then most Californians will call the coast redwoods redwoods. Yeah. And then the giant Sequoia, which is actually usually in the Sierras, we call those the Sequoias. But you're right; they're both Latin it's, terms are Sequoia. Right. It's the uh, genus and the species of the. Plant. Right. Well, okay. Now you're going too far for me, but yes. <laughs> so, um, we've 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 you've answered that question. Great okay. job. So the answer is, if you want to see redwood trees, go down to Sonoma Valley High School, go dragons. Mm-hmm. Or <laughs> There's a lovely grove of them there. <laughs> it really is nice, actually. Mm-hmm. And if I was, you know, some of the kids, they order from the taco truck across the street now, and they, the taco truck will bring the food across for these high school kids, which is really smart. They eat underneath the redwoods. I said, what? It's better than a taco underneath the redwood tree. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> it's right there. Okay, this one came in via email. Mm-hmm. This one's a serious mare one. Okay. Okay, you ready? Yep. I'm fascinated by the ducks in the plaza. There were a group of five misfit ducks who were always in the round fountain in front of City Hall. They've left that fountain, and I haven't seen a duck in there for at least a month. Anyway, there are a lot of ducks, but never any ducklings. Why? Predators? Duck birth control? Hmm. These are emails we get. Uh, There are ducklings. (laughs) You've seen them? I have. You've seen the ducklings. Yes. So there is not a hawk swooping down, no. eating all the ducklings. There are, du- there are definitely ducklings there. And the the person that can find them the best is my, my granddaughter, Skye. Um, she is a, um, she knows where they're all, she knows how to find all of them. Mm-hmm. And um, so I was on the plaza with her um, a couple months ago. And there are certain bushes by that round fountain where they're underneath. But... Um, you know, like all migratory birds, mm-hmm. they might leave at some oh portion yeah. of the year. Yeah. But there are definitely ducklings. Are there predators? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. We, you know, uh, every ecosystem has its predators, mm-hmm. and I don't think the Sonoma Plaza. You know, um, we're not like you know, it's not lions and tigers and bears. Oh my! But it, there, there's got to be. You know, there are things that will They'll probably will, get a yeah. duck or a duckling. Yeah. So there's not an official, as far as we know, city program for duck birth control? Not at all. There's no prophylactics. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bad joke. Sorry about that. Uh, you passed. Oh. You passed the questions. I didn't know it was a test. That was so, well, to become a volunteer or, oh. or yeah, you didn't know this. I'm actually signing up for volunteer shift now okay. at the visitor center. Um, I'd be happy to do yeah, that. Oh, see, I, I've always wanted the VIP, the VIP volunteers. I'm happy to do that. That would be fun. Yeah. Be I, fun. Th- um, last weekend uh, for the opening of Monday Bakery, mm-hmm. um, there was a line like for hours. Very long line. And I decided, well, you know what? I'm just going to hang out for two hours and just visit <laughs> as people are in line. Right. Keep them company. Just yeah. talk. Talk to them, welcome, see what they're, oh, nice. you know, whatever. I enjoyed it. And and people, um, there was all kinds of good ideas and mm-hmm. people asking questions and it sort of, you know, it's like, here's your chance, you know, well, you're stuck in line. Uh, tell me what you want me to know. Or You did. Yeah. You know, um, the former Alcalde, Patrick, he, mm-hmm. he will often sit at the other bakery, Boulangerie, mm-hmm. uh, Basque. He'll pick up our visitor guide. 
he'll come over to my office and he will do it this afternoon because it's on Fridays around four o'clock and he'll pick up a stack of these and then he'll just hand out them to random people and because he, he loves to talk to people as, yeah as you know I do um now Monday Bakery did you get a chance to get in there because the line was long and I you know everyone said go ahead Sandra get I said no 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 yeah. I I'll have plenty of time I right. want all the people to Try it out, but I did. Uh, I waited till Monday, huh. <laughs> and uh, before uh, I went to City Hall, I picked up a few things for for oh, folks, good. and it was it's, wonderful. It's good. I've only gotten coffee there because they were sold out every time I get there. Yeah, I mean and they're very popular, and I think I love the fact that they're right across from Reader's Books yep. and the Ada Limon bench, and uh, <laughs> you can get your croissant and your right. coffee and sit on the bench. And I like. Uh, I want to do the same thing on the west side of. Um, Napa Street mm-hmm. because um, you know it's there's great businesses mm-hmm. you know around the plaza and mm-hmm. so if we have benches and exciting monuments to visit and bakeries and yep. coffee shops and whatever then people will go that they'll way they'll go that way shade and, and stuff sh- to, to bring you down we need shade trees yeah. we need trees we need shade yeah. on on West Napa Street we desperately need it it is um, it gets a little warm. Yep. On, on that walk in the summer. So it's absolutely. absolutely. But I think you're right. Improving and, and putting in benches and doing small little things. Yeah. I, I love that. That's, yeah. that's going to be. Great. I think that'll be really great. Keep and then give great. people a reason to walk down that way. Right. Um, wine. We have a wine question for you. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite type of wine? Um, you know, I, I love wine. Mm-hmm. Uh, my son is a second level sommelier mm-hmm. so I do a lot of mm-hmm. wine tasting around okay. the old house you right. know um, and I like um, sort of the extremes I like very fresh light sort of Sauvignon Blanc French mm-hmm. style mm-hmm. wines Loire style wines and I also like deep rich <laughs> Zinfandels and cabs you Wait, know but you're not going to say it Merlot. Didn't I just say? Merlot. You mean Merlot? I've heard that before. (laughs) Merlot. Yes. I I just got a card from somebody who called me Merlot. (laughs) Yeah, I like Merlot. But I didn't know that your son is a wine educator. Yeah, he he is. So um, then... yeah, someone started with the Merlot thing, which was really funny. When I was uh, when I was teaching, it was Miss Lowrider, and now I'm Merlot. So that's cool. Your life comes. You know, I, it's the changes yeah. through the life. I mean, when your last there. name is Low, people make they go uh, for they'll, it. They'll figure out something. They go high. It's all very amusing. Yeah, it's all there. No, <laughs> <laughs> Mayor. If people want more information, let's start with um, the city of Sonoma as our mm-hmm. partner. I believe the website is sonomacity.org. It is. I should have looked that up before. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then um, if people want to connect with you about city issues, is there like a tab on there they can find how to connect with you? It's not a tab, but mm-hmm. but um, you just click on the city council and my cell phone number and my email oh, really? will okay. be there. Okay. That's great. Yeah. And um, you're going to, when your mayorship is over... You're still on city council. I am. Like, okay. I'm I'm on city council until um, next year at where I'll run for re-election. Okay. Um, next year. You're not gonna, but you can now announce your run for governor on this podcast if you want. No, I'm not running for governor. I'm running for city council <laughs> next year. <laughs> Very well. <laughs> All right, but when you do run for governor, you can come back and announce it on the podcast. 
you'll be the first to know. Thank you. Benches <laughs> up and down California. We're going to put it on the ballot. Yeah. So, Marilo, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I really oh, appreciate it. it's my it. pleasure. And uh, encourage everybody, if you are a resident of Sonoma, make, pay attention, see what's going on, make suggestions, and ask how you can help, because that's how we kind of get things done, is, is kind of working together. And uh, if you're a visitor to Sonoma Valley, make sure you go to SonomaValley.com. Check out everything that's happening here, deals, special offers, events, including all the cultural uh, arts and things that are happening. Um, if you're listening this long in the podcast, like, comment, subscribe, give us 12 and a half stars, whatever it is, so other people will do this. Dad, thanks for listening this long, and we'll see you next week.